0: It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I wanna say is,
1: just give me some
0: hot pizza. I really need it tonight. Hot pizza. with another episode of Financial Pizza. It's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the very best financial radio programs with some of the best financial advisors heard around the country each and every week. And it's all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. If you'd like to reach any of the advisors featured here, just give them a call at 800-662-6808, or you can text pizza to 21000. And what did the week bring us? That was the
2: week that was it go. That was the week that was. It started way up Another apart. week
0: for sure. And the market continued. It's up and down. It closed up a bit. And it was a short trading week because of Good Friday. The latest jobless numbers came out. There's an increase this week, rising 61,000 to 719,000. It just seems to reinforce that even though the country is beginning to open up again, vaccines are plentiful. There's still folks being laid off. Lots of talk on the infrastructure bill. Most pundits agree it's got an uphill battle in the Senate for sure. It's also pretty clear that taxes will be going up and not just on big business. Read it, you and me. And it's going to be an interesting summer to see how all that plays out. The advisors, as always, had plenty to say. Coach Pete Deruda talks about microwave money. You're going to want to hear that. Kevin Frisbee talks about creating an estate plan and designating beneficiaries. Eric Carney talks about the what-ifs in retirement planning. And Robert Kuhn breaks down what defined outcome investing is all about. I'm intrigued. And I've got an update on a couple more brokers behaving badly now that they've been sentenced. All right, let's get this Good Friday pizza cooking. And for that, we turn to America's wealth coach and best-selling author, Coach Pete DeRuta. And in this clip from Financial Safari, Coach Pete, along with producers Thomas Lipscomb and Morgan Patrick, get into a discussion involving what Coach Pete calls
3: microwave money. Well, we want that instantaneous gratification. I call it. We want to. We want to put <laughs> yeah. money in it. We want it automatically be done and be be way up, right? I uh, like my mac and cheese. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, unfortunately, <laughs> we uh, every now and then you'll you'll be in an office environment. We have a microwave, and somebody puts some microwave popcorn in and forget about it. <laughs> And you don't forget about that smell, do you? <laughs> no, you don't. There are only don't. so many smells in life that you remember in a bad way. And mm-hmm. then burnt microwave popcorn is one of the worst. <laughs> yes, Morgan, it is. you're laughing. You probably, you've probably no, been around I've, somebody like I've, that. I've been there, done that, smelled that, <laughs> <bad>, yeah. <laughs> so the money world, you know, we, we expect to put things in. We put money somewhere, buy a stock, and we expect the next day to be way up. We expect mm-hmm. to get a plan, and we expect the plan to be uh, behaving perfectly after one or two weeks or one or two years. And we have to know that when we're talking about financial and retirement planning, it's, it's a long-term journey. Mm -hmm. but it's making little tweaks and turns on the way to make sure you're going in the right direction or if you're off course, getting back on course. And a lot of you listening right now may not be on the right course, but you don't know yet. And you don't want to wait until the microwave popcorn burns to find out you're in the wrong place. No, certainly (laughs) not.
0: You're talking about setting expectations. How many people do you find, just as you're meeting with folks, that think that they're heading in the right direction, right? They have these expectations, and they're saying, yeah, look at what I'm doing to get there,
3: uh, when they're actually treading water. Can you unburn popcorn? Mm, Nope. No, No, can can you unlose money? No. So, we have to make sure we have the right plan in place, because finding out after the fact, many times it's too late, Thomas, or you're starting from square zero again. Many of you listening are halfway, uh, you've, you've won half the battle but the war is still going on so we need to make sure that we understand money and what money means to us and the important aspects of the money world is we need some money that's going to grow obviously but when it grows we need it protected we don't need to give it back and we don't need riptides pulling the money out kind of thing (laughs) and then when we decide we we meaning you out there in the radio land when you decide that you're ready to activate your account and give you lifetime income every single month for the rest of your life You can do that. You're in control. That's the main thing about the money world is making sure that you have control of some things that you never knew you could control.
4: Well, and and not only that, just be educated. Know exactly what's going on in your portfolio. I mean, Coach, how many times uh, do you sit down with clients and they think they know – uh, but once you kind of put it on the table, they're like, wow, I, I need to move some stuff around. Yeah,
3: well, many times it's not clients. Clients have already done it. But listeners, when people come in that aren't clients, mm-hmm. they're the ones that, uh, I'm talking to you right now on the radio. You're talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. It's because a lot of people that we're talking to, Thomas, out there in radio land now think that everything's fine, but they don't have the right plan. And it's not until you see it in writing, drawn out or diagrammed out on our eight-foot whiteboards and in writing, backed up by hundreds of sheets, that you can realize – that maybe you're not in the right place, mm-hmm. and so looking at things from the well, they do a great job of this. When you go to the store, all the boxes look good. Sure, you're buying food, and you get home, and maybe it's not good on inside the box. So you can do a lot <laughs> of window dressing, they call it, making things look good on the outside, and then when you open it up and see it, ooh, it's nasty. It,
0: it makes me think of a bag of potato chips. You yeah. get it, and it's like a
3: quarter of the way full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at least they're good. Well, I'm there talking you go. about sure. opening up and have worms inside oh, there. That oh, kind boy. Of thing.
0: Worms in my bag of chips does not sound like anything I want any part of anytime soon. And don't forget, you can find Financial Safari on a number of radio stations heard around the country, as well as on Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcast Network, or wherever you get your podcasts. Why not give Coach Pete and the team at Capital Financial a call, 800-662-6808, or text pizza to 21000. To learn more about Coach Pete, visit PeteOnDemand.com. If you'd like to learn more about the team at Capital Financial, visit CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Pizza! Now let's head to Maine, where we find Kevin Frisbee in his version of Financial Safari. Now, in this clip, Kevin outlines his process setting up beneficiaries in your retirement plan.
2: No. <laughs> I, you know, when I'm doing beneficiaries and, and, and asking for beneficiary information and contingent beneficiary information, I'm also quizzing about who the beneficiaries are and so again I'm not asking because I'm, I'm it's you know I'm, I'm trying to get personal I'm asking because again my job as an advisor is to make sure that your assets that you have with us go to the and in, in, in intently go to the person or people you want it to go to in the most efficient way tax tax efficient way and efficient way without having to go through too too much of a, a process or even probate we can avoid a lot of times so some I had brand new client coming to Portland office a few weeks ago. Three children, and he comes in and says, "Hey, Kev, I'm I'm going to do business with you. Here's what this looks like: one daughter, two sons. One daughter is the the all star daughter, manages everything. Got a great husband, got a great family. Two sons, not so much. One of the sons is on main care. He's got not special needs, but some things that that he's required to be on main care and get those benefits. Sure. I said, listen, and he and he his his intent was he was telling me he wants to put his three kids on his as beneficiaries. I said, you don't want to do that, and here's why. Your son that has main care is going to get hurt by your assets being left to him. So I would recommend, and I happen to be in a law office having a meeting, a um, couple of the attorneys we do estate planning with and, and re- re- referrals to with, um, we, we do some meetings in their spaces. So I said, listen, why don't you call uh, Rick over here, who I happen to be in his office in Portland, and get an appointment scheduled with Rick, because I think Rick, who's an estate planning attorney, can ha- and I know he can help you put a trust in place because your son needs to have a, what they call a special needs trust. The funds that you leave behind will go into that trust. He can be the beneficiary so he doesn't inherit those funds directly to hurt him on his main care benefits. So I'm asking those questions for those reasons. Have you, if based on your situation, have you thought through these things? And then it's the the parents and grandparents that leave grandkids that are younger than 18. I had another one just recently, a brand new client come in and say, he's got two da- A brand new client in Brunswick, he's got uh, two daughters. One uh, daughter lives uh, out of town and one daughter that was only 16 years old. And he says, I'm going to leave this daughter that's 16, you know, this percentage. I said, well, who's going to control the money if you get hit by a bus tomorrow? Well, she's 16. I guess it's going to be her, my ex, her mom. He says, I don't want that. I said, no, I know you don't want that. So let's walk through this and how best efficiently to put the beneficiary designations and making sure if you're leaving one, in his case, I said, leave the assets to your older daughter with the, with the instruction that you're going to, and you're going to leave or she's going to give half when this other daughter turns 18 and do it that way right now. But so you can go get your legal planning in place and maybe do some trust planning. Now you can change the beneficiaries to the trust for that younger daughter to get her to, to the 18 line, at least. Sure.
0: You can hear Kevin's show financial safari weekends on multiple radio stations throughout the state of Maine and New Hampshire. He's also heard every Thursday afternoon at 3:50 50 on the Howie car radio program. Kevin offers his insight to the market for the week. And if you'd like to reach Kevin right here, call him 800-662-6808 or text pizza to 21000. Now to learn more about Kevin and the team at Frisbee and Associates, visit frisbeebenefits.com. That's F-R-I-S-B-I-E benefits.com. Pizza! From Maine to Southwest Florida, where we find Eric Carney and his show, Wealth Works Radio. In this clip, Eric and I are talking about the what-ifs of retirement planning and how sometimes the best-laid plans can
1: completely fall apart.
0: And that, says Eric, is why they plan for the what-ifs.
1: There's things that happen sometimes that you just can't believe happened. And so when we write the retirement plan, you know, I remember um, about three years ago, we we wrote a significant financial plan for a couple. And he said, without a doubt, I'm working with this company till 72. And I'm like, okay, we're still going to plan for the what ifs. And all of a sudden, he got cut five years earlier than he expected. He was blindsided and they came through and they said, look, we're laying people off and you're one of them. And so that was a blindsiding event for him because he had such a good relationship with his company. He had been with them for a very long time, but then all of a sudden without any notice gone. And so in the financial plan, we kind of prepared for that. Um, There's just a lot of things that can happen. And I just don't think that people are truly properly prepared. There's a lot of people that think nothing bad will happen to me. You know, I take good care of myself. I I golf on a regular basis and, and you know, they, they think that nothing bad health-wise can happen to them, but it does. And, you know, that's the beauty of working for so many families over a 20-year period. It's like I see things happen, again, both good and bad. It happens in business. It happens in our personal lives. It happens in careers. It can happen in anything. So we've got to be prepared for these. And this is what we're trying to prepare people for.
0: One of the things that we talk about, one of the hiccups uh, that, that could happen is not paying attention to our 401k. And, and uh, you know, a lot of us have 401ks, and that's kind of our tool that, you know, helps us get to retirement. But there are things that
1: we shouldn't neglect. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, this is the biggest, most mismanaged piece. And so there's a lot of times people are coming into us at 57, 58 years old. They have a pile of money in their 401k, but it's never been managed. The ERISA Act was supposed to be responsible for helping people understand how their retirement account is set up. But unfortunately, that's not a very big help either. And there's so many people that are sitting in uh, cash managed accounts, money market accounts, target date funds, bond funds, um, and, and just things that are detrimental to them where they could be making a lot of money. And I remember back in 2007, I met a woman who had been working at a local college for about 10 years. When I looked at her account, she had a quarter million dollars in there, but it was all in the cash account. She's like, I never knew where else to put it. And I was thinking, my gosh, how much more money could you have made if you had only put it in the S&P 500? Since then, you know, we've we've been managing that account for her and she's still sickened to this day about how much more money she could have made, you know, before that $250,000. Right. So all that $250,000 was just her contributions, right? So imagine if she had put that to work. Yeah. So she'll be fine for retirement now. But I will tell you this, she could have made a hell of a lot more money.
0: Now, that kind of gets into the woulda, shoulda, coulda territory, I guess. But the takeaway is always plan for the what ifs and work with a fiduciary advisor that has that kind of vision. Eric and his team at Retirement Wealth fit that bill to a T. And you can hear Eric's show, Wealth Works Radio, on News Radio 1580 WCCF in Punta Gorda, Florida, or on the iHeartRadio app. You can also catch him on Apple Podcasts, the iHeart Podcast Network, or wherever you download your podcasts. And he is on TV as well. Check local listings for times and channels. You can call him here, 800-662-6808, or text pizza to 21000. Hey, visit his website, ericcarneyadvisor.com. That's E-R-I-C-K-E-A-R-N-E-Y advisor.com. Pizza! Pizza! Hey, now it's time for that update on a couple of the worst of the worst brokers behaving badly. The Financial Safari News Network presents Brokers Behaving Badly. In this episode of Brokers Behaving Badly, we'll revisit a couple of the best of the worst, if you will, find out where they are today. Spoiler alert, they're in prison, serving time for their dastardly deeds. This one comes to us from March of 2020. We brought you the story of Michael Carter, the 47 year old from Virginia worked at Morgan Stanley for over 12 years. And in that time, he is said to have stolen at least $6.1 million. He pleaded guilty last year, admitting that he took the money in 529 savings plans. He also pilfered money from an elderly woman moving into an assisted living program, among other nasty stuff. So what do you get? U.S. District Judge sentenced him to five years in federal prison, followed by three years supervised release. He was also ordered to pay just over four million dollars in a judgment handed down. And then there's Anthony Diaz. We brought you the story last January. His story is really one for the books. A jury convicted the 53-year-old of 11 counts of wire and mail fraud. Now, at his sentencing, the judge called Diaz a, quote, sophisticated criminal, showing no remorse, asking the rhetorical question, Are you such a con man that you don't know you're a con? You lied through your teeth, the judge said. He was sentenced to 17 and a half years in prison and was remanded to begin his term immediately after his March 26th sentencing before it all fell apart Diaz was fired or resigned from six firms over 15 years now in addition to the 17 and a half years the judge ordered more than 1.2 million dollars in additional restitution and three years supervised release The Associated Press reported at least 12 victims testified during the trial that's out of 30 people who filed victim impact statements in the case one of the victims a retired pharmaceutical employee named Bruce Kilby called for a steep sentencing at the hearing. And told the AP, let him rot in hell. Just one more reason to make sure you're dealing with a true fiduciary. And don't be afraid to ask them to prove it. And sadly, there's a never-ending supply of those folks. At pizza. One more clip and this pie is done. Just in time for the holiday weekend. And for that, we head to Chicago. We find Robert Kuhn and his show Decoding Wall Street. And in this clip, he's talking about defined outcome
4: investing. This is pretty good stuff. We want to look at, you know, kind of defined outcome investing. And, I, you know, it's a catchy word. And, and, and all it means uh, truly at the heart of, of, of what it means is you are simply just defining uh, some level of upside, right, and some level of downside, and th- you're able to ultimately craft a portfolio, knowing, um, here's what my upside is. And here's what my downside is. Do I want to protect all of the downside? Do I want to protect a portion of the downside? Everybody has made money over the last 10 years. The big challenge is going to be, if we see some level of, you know, a meaningful correction, which I think people have forgotten kind of what risk is, how much of the gains do you actually keep? So, you know, we look at where the market is today and going back to what I was, you know, just referencing, you know, percentage below, you know, 52 week highs, you know, the markets go down, Steve. Oh, sure they do. You kind of look at the NASDAQ, you know, off 16% from this 52 week high, Amazon, you know, roughly 14%, Apple 16%, then you kind of, you know, kind of come back, you know, even more, you know, Peloton, you know, negative 38, Zillow, negative 38, Snowflake, negative 46, Zoom, negative 46. So a lot of, you know, the names that have made a lot of people a lot of money are actually now starting to sell off. And I'm certainly not good enough, nor do I think a whole lot of people are good enough where you can look at these, you know, micro moves of of trying to, you know, time the market, um, you know, on a day to day basis. And I'm certainly certain that there's listeners that that can. We're, We're just kind of not one of them. But what I want to um, you know, make sure that I get across to individuals is you've made a bunch of money, all right? There, there's one thing that we're always going to adhere to is you never go broke taking a profit, right? Right. And, and Wall Street and advisors, they're fantastic at uh, telling you when to buy something. But what I have found is they're terrible at actually telling you, okay, now it's time to ring the register. Let's take some profit and let's adjust to now. What do we think is going to be good going forward? And so, you know, there are strategies out there that we're talking with clients about and potential investors about. And it kind of falls into that defined uh, outcome investing, you know, category that, you know, we can get, you know, strategies exist that can get six, seven, eight, nine percent with 30 percent downside protection, where, You're not losing any money until the market or an index over, you know, a set period of time drops 30%, yet you're getting rewarded, you know, pretty handsomely to, uh, you know, in in that kind of that 6, 7, 8, 9, 10% range. And so, again, it all comes down to education. Everything we talk about is education. And so if you want to really look at what's available to protect downside, give yourself a buffer, but still get some decent upside, uh, you know, we'd love to have that conversation defined outcome investing that's worth having a conversation for sure
0: you can hear robert and his show decoding wall street saturday and sunday at noon on news talk wls am 890 you can also find him on apple podcasts on amazon Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts you can subscribe and it'll be delivered to your phone each and every week speaking of phones you can call him here at 800-662-6808 or text PIZZA to 21000, visit his website, kuncp.com. That's K-U-H-N-C-P dot So there you have it. Episode 95 of Financial Pizza is complete and ready for that no-contact holiday weekend delivery. Hey, if you'd like Financial Pizza delivered to you each and every week, well then subscribe to it. It'll be in your podcast collection automatically. Find it on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And as long as you're subscribing, be sure to rate and share it as well. There's plenty of pizza to go around. Financial Pizza features clips and more from some of the best financial radio programs heard around the country each and every week, all brought to you hot, fresh, and in 30 minutes or less. Remember, you can reach any of the advisors featured here by calling them 800-662-6808 or text pizza to 21000. You can reach me, Steve, at financialpizza.com. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Sadal. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time right here on Financial Pizza. I'm Steve Sedol.
4: Pizza. Coach P Radio.